Welcome back everyone, and in case you guys have missed part 1, be sure to check out part 1 where we discuss about what is considered a credit and what is not, and also we talk about Houston Bosch in detail. Yeah, and hello, this is Akshem, the co-host here. Be sure to watch part 1 before you watch part 2. Or else you might not really understand what we are talking about in the second part, so be sure to check out the first part. Yeah, as you can see, like later on with this discussion, there are a lot of things that's quite debate. But personally, I'm leaning towards a yes for me because I think majority of them only powered on uphill sections, but not downhill sections. So I think that aspect of the ride makes it no different from a traditional roller coaster with. A chain lift or with a launch and i don't know where you stand on this okay yeah so for power coasters again i'll only say it's a yes if it's only powered for uphill sections but for the other parts downhills and stuff if it's driven by gravity and accelerate naturally then i'll say yes but if it's running at a constant speed. I mean, those indoor ones looks a bit like an arcade when they have got a small little ride powered little train, you know, a, a Hello Kitty or whatever. And then you imagine, yeah, it's a train for kids, like for a minute or two, you maybe, you know, uh, pay a dollar to go in, sit on a train, what, I don't know why, but maybe it's for safety so they even have seatbelts. So it's just a bumpier ride. And that's entirely powered by the engine i mean the front engine and that would never be a roller coaster yeah i mean it's very debatable but but then again if you guys have any sort of idea after this episode we would we'd be happy to hear about your opinions on different rides whether they are roller coasters or not so just drop a comment down below and free for you to chat away yeah definitely leave a comment and everyone would really benefit don't you think i think it requires an open discussion doesn't it yeah and that's the reason for us to do a podcast because the comment session would be a, a very good place for all the road coaster lovers to have a respective debate under there and i hope that it's that is constructive we don't really need a standard answer for a debate and stuff but it's just a thing to get everyone communicating and sharing the views it's always a positive trend isn't it yeah i think that's more like it really sort of gets you into more into the interest because you realize that things that you don't know even someone like me that has been an enthusiast for quite a few years now i think I learn a lot more when I talk to people about different things about roller coasters and I learn something new every day. So I think for you guys, like, it is a bit out of the topic, but I think for you guys to persuade a hobby, definitely engage in, like, active discussion with someone else. And this podcast might turn out to be something that you just need because I think it's good to listen to somebody else's opinions, right? Yeah, even though I'm a GP, I'm enjoying myself here. So definitely, again, please hit the comment sections, write whatever you want respectfully, and I'll be around to check them out. Yeah, and let's move on to our next two, like, sort of rides. Larson Sky Loops, or a other similar sort of attraction called Skyline Sky Warp. So those things, do you consider them as coasters? Because I don't. Yeah, uh, for the Sky Loop, it's basically a circle when when a ride is entire, 
entirely powered play uphill session. I, I don't know. Basically, it's half of the circle. If, if you start from the very bottom of the circle, and then when you when you reach the highest point of the circle, when you release it, well, I, I ah no, no no no. This is a, this is quite a weird ride. And then for the guy warp thingy, it's basically a loop which looks like the number eight. There'll be infinity and beyond. Well, <laughs> all right, uh, enough of that. So for this one, I know that um, there'll be two ends where the passengers will sit, and then in the middle, it'll just be a connective section. So for this ride, it will just continue infinity and, oh, yeah, infinity. Yeah, almost like that. Infinity sort of logo, doesn't it? Like uh, math mathematical infinity logo. <laughs> well, we love Toy Stories, don't we? Well, well, we love a bit of banter on the podcast. So happy with that. But I'm actually not sure whether the second part is actually powered by gravity on the Lost in Sky Loop. But I think it's more like a conveyor belt that sort of pulls the train through. So I think no questions asked there. I agree with. HM that this is not considered a coaster. So, hmm, I wonder who is calling them coasters. I'm looking at you, Six Flags. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! 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 Oh no! Better not sing that out too much. You know, we might get copy infringement from YouTube. You know. <laughs> You know that meme. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, the next ride is sort of disco type rides. So. Imagine if you see part of the roller track, but it's kind of like either shaped and like um S band or U band. So more like a W or a U. So the train sort of navigates around the track, and at the end, it's just sort of slope slides back down on both sides. So it just rocks back and forth, back and forth. We consider that as a um, roller coaster, because for me, that's a flat ride rather than roller coaster, even though a large part of the ride is powered by gravity. Yeah, because you see, there is a circular platform where it would it would take all the riders but because of that you you can't really make it extremely thrilling and exciting so relatively smooth ride so yeah when you talk about roller coasters something thrilling and makes you Ooh! yeah maybe we have to take into account of the like excitement of the ride but some rides could be ways too smooth like almost too smooth and not intense but but you still consider them coasters so I don't know, I don't know for me, but personally, I, I just don't think this is a coaster. Like no questions, and I don't, I don't know if you agree. Oh yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to more complicated stuff, like dueling coaster, for example, one famous example would be Dragon Challenge in Islands of Adventure, which closed down a few years ago. Very sad, very sad news. A pair of B&M inverts, which has gone defunct scenes to make way for Hagrid's, whatever you like to call it. But I think it's a worthy replacement. Like, you know, Hagrid's is really a good replacement. So I'm still a bit gutted that I never got to get the crap. But yeah, here we are. <laughs> but I mean, when it comes to dueling coasters, they are two separate coasters that uh, interact with each other at different points of the ride, create some near misses. So, I mean, some people consider this as one cred, 
uh, for me, I don't consider that as one crit. Like, because there's two tracks, you have to get get away from the station, and it's two just separate, different experience. But um, some argue that you have to ride both sides to get the crit. What do you think? Do you think this is two crits or one crit? So for the people who think that is one crit, then I think they are adopting the definition for one crit is to be one full experience. Because yeah, because even though there are two tracks, but it's still you know named as one facility. So it's dueling coasters for this one. Don't you think so? It so it depends on the definition. So when you talk about different tracks, so it will be two creds. But for one facility, then it's one cred. Well, it really depends, and there's no such thing as a as a you know approved explanation for this. I don't think there's right or wrong on this, but I, I take back what I said. Like I think you're wrong if you consider this as two creds. Ooh. Oh my god, I, I'm probably getting roasted in like the comment section with like people saying, No, you credit whore, you're just trying to get all the cred. But um, yeah, I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong if you consider that as like one cred. <laughs> because like for me, it's quite simple. Two tracks, two rides, two different experiences, it is two creds. Simple as that. But knowing that I just said that, I probably get roasted in the comment section. I'm ready for the challenge. If you if you guys want to roast me or you guys just really want to argue about that is one crit, then feel free to fire right away. I'm ready for them. <laughs> but on the other extreme, there's Mobius Loop Coaster. It is basically the same concept as a dueling coaster, right? As in it has two sides. But the difference is actually it passes through the station twice for a train to complete a whole circuit. So, so sometimes when you think about like boarding in roller coasters, that you often just leave in the same station, right? But in this case, sometimes there's left and right on a Mobius Loop coaster. So sometimes it, for you to complete a whole circuit or a complete ride experience or Mobius Loop coaster, then once you board the right on, say, if the left you board on the left side, and and by the time you end the right, you will be on the right side, and you leave the right to get back onto the right side to complete the whole course. But it's still one track that is connecting the whole coaster itself. So for me personally, I mean, for me, I think you might have to say that this is clearly a scenario where you could only consider this as one track. Do you agree with me on? Do you not agree with me? Let me show what I think. So for this one, it's basically two parallel tracks to uh, run through the whole facility. I'm not sure how it develops later on, but but if both coasters are side by side throughout the whole journey, then I'll count as one, to be honest, because the difference when you're in the inner, inner corner or the outer corner and it will just flip around when you go from left to right. And I think the experience is generally the same, although you can argue with, oh, the, the view on the left-hand side is better than right-hand side. All right, okay, okay, okay. But when you say that the two tricks are actually linked together because there will be there'll be an intersection, I think I can almost imagine that. And then you can only ride one side of the track once. And you need to get off and get on again for the other side yeah so oh this is a difficult one but i would say one credit yeah definitely agree with you there 
I think you're a good student. <laughs> Not like some roller coaster enthusiasts, just desperately trying to get the credit card on top. <laughs> just trying to get as much credits as they can. So they consider this as two credits. But in reality, I don't think those people are right. That consider them as like two. You consider them, you, you assume that both sides have the same layout. But what if they don't have the same layout, but they just intersect in like some sections? Two. Because you get the different experience. So you would say that the different experience makes two rights for you? Well, yeah, even if they're linked. I don't know if I can compare this with a railway system. But if you think about it, basically, if we, let's say, if you're taking a train from, let's say, Paris to Moscow, for example, the Trans-European Railway, actually, except those isolated railways, Basically, many railways can be linked together, no matter how they cross the borders and stuff. So, so do you still call it one railway or separate railways if all the tracks are connected? Well, I guess in this case, you could argue that those railway lines are not the same railway lines. Like, they are different sections because they split up into different parts. Hmm, good point. Good point, actually. Yeah, there we go. Different sections. One linked track two sections, two credits, two rights, two experiences. Good point, but I I just don't know. Because personally, like, I think you have a point, but at the same time, I'm more leaning towards that it's still one track, so I still consider it as one credit. All right, all right, all right. But hey, like, that's why discussion is here, and that's why this podcast is what it is. So... Yeah. But I think we could agree on many, many sort of different parts constitute as a credit and what does not. For example, I think the following is really clear cut. So, have you ever wondered when you go to like a mountain resort or a ski resort during summer, what do you do? But sometimes there are attractions called Alpine Coaster or Alpine Slides, which like Alpine Coasters, they, they work in the same of a way. But um, Alpine Coaster is basically you board a single gondola and you kind of ascend a lift hill and then it just follows a tubular sort of normal roller coaster track. And it usually features some helixes and things like that. And you could control your own speed. And so they are quite fun rides. But... Alpine slides are more like bobsleighs, while some alpine slides do have a lift hill, like they just run off troughs. So I think we could agree on that alpine coaster should be considered as a credit, but I don't think that alpine slides should be considered as a credit. Well, for alpine coaster, because they run on the same, I guess, the same type of track, a proper roller coaster. So, and well, another point here, it's fully driven by gravity. Same track, gravity, living human on the coaster. Coaster. But for the slide, for that one, because for your coaster thingy, it's not really attached to the to the slide. There's no track. Although it, I know it's driven by by gravity, but I don't really think that's really a coaster. Or you well, it's the same thing if you think about let's say if you have a if you have a bike, yeah? Right. And then when you have a bike, you just ride on it. You didn't really paddle and you just slide down a hill. Do you call that a roller coaster? No. Yeah, yeah. I think if you're claiming that as a roller coaster, I think you're you're stretching it too much. You know, you know, then again, 
there's the other side of the coin that where people just look at RCDB and say, oh, if it is listed on RCDB, then it's a roller coaster. But I think sometimes you need to use just common sense and to determine whether that's a roller coaster or not. But I, I definitely agree with HM there. I don't think there's any evidence that this is a roller coaster on like Alpine Slides. Like, if you consider this a roller coaster, should we consider Watcher Slides as roller coaster now? <laughs> well, there's one more thing. It's called coaster, but not a coaster. Do you know what that is? What is it? You mean... Oh, Toyota Coaster, you mean? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Nice one. Uh, for you guys that don't really know what Toyota Coaster is, that's, that's a... Is it like a minivan? Yeah, it, and no, not a van. It's a, it's a minibus. It carries between, I think, between 60 and 24 passengers. So basically a small version of a bus. Ah, they are like minibuses that drive around like Hong Kong, like... Many Hong Kong minibuses use them. So next time if you visit Hong Kong, definitely check them out. It's it's a very unique view as part of their transport vehicles. So check that out. Yeah, and then just in addition, for this model, it's it's usually sold around Asia and Middle East, not quite in the US or Europe or, well, maybe a few in Australia and New Zealand, but don't really see them around. But you see the enormous Toyota batch front and back and for some of them you'll see banner a coaster yeah literally written coaster at the back so you you know okay that's a coaster well although that's not a coaster that is a coaster not a coaster <laughs> okay let's ask the company that make the skywalk model to uh, make a new coaster type <laughs> make a new coaster called like toyota coaster on based on that the logo layout <laughs> like based on the toyota logo that would be pretty interesting <laughs> well the g force may be too high well it's not it's not really possible maybe maybe we we don't know but then again we are only like making fun and it probably won't happen but as like any other industry the industry is innovating to try to make things that seems impossible possible because when you look back at the industry a hundred years ago, they actually had roller coasters with loops, but they obviously they put too many G's, G's in, on the loops, which is like sometimes they put up to like 11 G's, which is crazy when you think about it. But now with the modern technology, many other inversions can be done safely. Don't you think technology is such a good thing? I would say it can be a good thing while it can be a bad thing. Technology really helps us with, especially nowadays, connecting people around the world. We can, instead of only writing letters and oh, wait for a few months for the letter to be delivered with boat across the ocean and then it will be sent to the person you, you write to, now we can just tap on, our, tap on our smartphone for Apple users FaceTime or for the others, maybe a WhatsApp call, a signal call. You'll see, uh, you'll see who you want. But technology also kicks you back in terms of failure and stuff. It's just like, you know, for university systems where they store the learning resources and stuff, sometimes they crash and you can't really access them. So some people will say, oh, why don't you print? So why don't we print them all out? Well, nowadays people are really talking about all right, safe, save the earth, save the rainforest, so, so save the trees. So we are not really printing that much. So. There's a tendency for stuff to go online, but 
we really have to consider about power failure in extreme circumstances, flood, fire, or stuff, or it just crashes when it when it when it wants to be crushed. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be a two-faced sword, doesn't it? Anyways, we are talking about roller coaster, so <laughs> maybe it's taking a bit too far away. But anyway, sometimes when light resources don't become available, especially on university sites, I think. It's definitely a nightmare, and it de- definitely is one hell of a roller coaster ride. Come on, you guys! Did you not? Do you guys expect it like an episode without me trying an American accent? <laughs> oh yeah, get a burger, get fries and soda, unlimited for only nine dollar ninety nine. Oh well, I, I'm not sure if it's nine nine ninety nine or I don't know how much is it. In and out, but I, I've heard that it's quite good. Murakas will always been a place that I want to go to, but hopefully someday. But to sum up our discussion, I think we we pretty much agreed that roller coaster could be defined by two natures. One is that it travels on track, and two that it travels on majorly on gravity. Although there are some occasions where we tend to disagree on, like that many people don't really know. Where to decide that it is a、uh, credit or not? But then again, as long as um coaster enthusiasts community is here, there will be always this debate. And I guess this is one of the cases where nobody asked for this discussion, but they only realize it until until they got this discussion that is so important to our community. All right, let's move on to the、uh, next section of the、uh, where we have some of our listeners ask. Some of the questions, or they share their thoughts on the matter of what is a credit, anyways. And would you like to read out the question that Perry Coasting sent in this week? Oh、uh, yeah, all right. So this one, favorite RCT. RCT stands for Roller Coaster Tycoon. Scenario, coaster type, rides and stalls. Do you prefer to crash a ride and kill guests or drown them? Oh, so you guys don't know that、uh, what RCT is? That that is basically like a fun series of game that was like releasing like three different series, three different versions. So there's RCT, RCT two, and RCT three. And of course, when they are talking about crash a ride, of course they are talking about the game. So don't worry, no guess a harm in this experiments here. <laughs> But for me. I'm most familiar with the RCT3 setup, and so I, I'm gonna consider this in the context of RCT3. But for me, I would always remember Gold Rush as like one of the very early scenarios, and it is my favorite because not only is a Wild West park, but also it has like easy to reach scenario goals, which allow you to get used to the game. And as someone that is like a Big fan of Western theming and things like that. I love, I love it. I absolutely love it. And also because there's a big slope、uh, in the park, I think it's really fun that you could just like build build、um, some of the rides over the terrain and make it a terrain coaster based on it. And I I've experimented with like building a Morgan slash Arrow hyper coaster or even a suspended swinging like Arrow coaster over over the slopes. Which is really cool. Make some good and interactions with terrain, and it's really fun. But、um, in terms of realistic rides, I really like building BMM inverts or Woody's wooden coasters. 
because they could be really realistic, relatively realistic, especially when it comes to like RGT3, just moving to a not as good as some other games, such as like maybe Planet Coaster or more professionally No Limits. They could be built to uh, tolerable G's when I'm designing a layout, and it's easy to control different ratings, right? So as a realism guy here, I really enjoy doing stuff like that. But when it comes to rides or stores, I really enjoy building go-kart rides because they're so customable and flexible. And But I really like the root beer, beer stores as well because it's easy to theme the run. It's a realistic guy that is obsessed with theming and every sort of stuff that I just have to love a store that is easy to theme the run. But I mean... <laughs> It's never, never, never fun to see rides crash in real life. And as always, Forza with those that like got injured on rides in real life. But this is just a game, so don't worry, No, nobody is harmed. So I think, uh, admittedly, I, I always play like Pete Bowling in RCT3, which is not the safest thing on at all. But after all, it's just a game, so... Just have fun and there's no need to take like the games too seriously nowadays and I think like playing peak bowling is one of the my guilty pleasures for sure on RCT3. Rather than pissed off by the guests, I'm actually usually more pissed off by um, the part inspector. I'm often not annoyed by the guests but annoyed by the part inspector itself because he always just like a your old granny always just like complain about food prices and always complain about oh your rights are done and then and then I was like god damn it I, I know I know my rights are done like you don't have to tell me that like I, I I have I have eyes mate so I'm always trying to like I, I always get get pissed off and always try to kill him but on in the game in the game but it never succeeds <laughs> so I call him the immortal, immortal part inspector. <laughs> but um, good old days, eh? RCT Freeze is like one of the funniest, like, nostalgia game. And I always enjoyed watching, like, death part videos. And if you guys don't know what that is, don't know too much, kids. You will regret it. <laughs> well, even for me, in terms of guilty pleasures, I guess it's the same idea when... Let's say if I play GTA, you just randomly crash into a crowd of people and you're basic, basically killing in a gaming. And get cops to follow you, arrest you. And, and then, as, apart from the siren, they'll they also say, Stop the car. Yeah, I mean, of course, of course, um, it's, it's fun to do. Do that in a game, but please don't consider that it's fun in real life. It's, it certainly is not, and it's important to distinguish between reality and video games. But it was good times. Like as a kid that never worried too much about roller coasters, to just have fun with the game. I really like playing people away. Strangely, but I'm sure many of you enthusiasts would be guilty of this. So don't say you never played it. <laughs> I just don't think the new games, like new successor games, like Planet Coaster, gives off that vibe that the old game used to. So I think it's the same with a lot of games. 
isn't it? Like the old games are usually better than the new games. A lot of the stuff in the past are like a lot of the time better than the current one. It's the same idea as cars. Like I really like the Japanese cars in the nineties, but now nah. Sad times, sad times. But I think we should wrap up the episode because this has been quite a long one. And but I hope you guys have enjoyed. And for you, those of you that have just restarted、really、to get into the whole roller coaster of theme park things, I hope you guys enjoyed. But for next week, I'm not really sure what we will be talking about yet, and I'm not sure about what topic we'll be. But、um, I could tell you guys that there might be a surprise. Coming some, sometime. So keep an eye out for that. But that's pretty much all from me. And if you want to message me, feel free to contact me, DM me on Instagram at hk underscore rcfrills, where I do most of my contents about memes on theme parks, off-ride pictures from theme parks and roller coasters, and also reviews. But if you want to see more about like my personal life, then you could follow at hk underscore alcifruit too, and I will be doing more personal updates there. HM, do you want to plug in your socials? Yeah, for me, search me up on Instagram at hoshi hjshi underscore makoto m a k o t o underscore hkuk. For that, I usually do my usual posts about my UK life and stuff. I do, you know, just personal updates, usually on story, not really in terms of a post. But yeah, any questions, want to chit chat and or whatever, whatever. Yeah, just hit me up in the DM. I'm always happy to reply you back. Yeah, I mean, check him out. He does a lot of stuff about UK study tips and things like that. So if you're interested in that sort of stuff, check him out. Don't don't I sound a bit like I don't know underage or something? <laughs> Well, at least you don't really sound like a teacher. Like, okay, for today, biology lesson, we're talking about osmosis and the movement, water potential, and stuff. Well, you do not sound like that. All right, it's not that boring. Thanks, mate. I mean, at least, at least we're not talking about mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell, anymore on this show. Wow, en- enough of that. Yeah, enough of that, and. For you guys out there, you can find our socials all on the bottom, and that's all from me this week. Do you have anything to add, Exam, before we end the episode? Well, again and again and again, third time already. Stay safe under COVID nineteen. Keep up with your hygiene standards and stuff. Protect yourself, protect the others, and we just hope that the vaccines will help the UK and gradually around the world to get out of lockdowns and. Back to normality as soon as we can. I mean, yeah, it's definitely important for you guys that really want to get back to theme parks and things like that. I mean, it's crucial for you to stay safe and stay healthy, and I think that's that's the most important part that we could take from this pandemic. And I just want to wish everyone a good weekend or good whatever it is ahead of you and. We will see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye.